He said, we all must bear fruit. How do I know I'm bearing fruit? That's one question I, I, I want to ask this morning. How do you know when you're bearing fruit? How do you know? Somebody says, well, <laughs> she wants some answers. Not by the study, right? <laughs> amen. You know, um, somebody said, well, you know, just living my life, amen. Yeah, that'd be part of it. But the truth about bearing fruit is that it has to be obvious. Everybody around you needs to see you bear fruit, amen. amen. For instance, when someone gets married, you ask them, where's the fruit of your marriage? They should be their children, right? right? Somebody says, well, I work for Swanto Company, I make six figures. Someone's going to ask you, where's the fruit of that job you have? And then you point to your car, your house, your bank account, and all that stuff. Somebody says, oh, I'm happy, I'm in love. And somebody says, where's the fruit of your love? And you show them your spouse, this nice looking guy or nice little lady standing right next to you. So everybody, <laughs> my left. <laughs> Everybody has to bear fruit, amen. Praise the Lord. So God expects everyone else to be a fruit. Are you still here? Yeah. Somebody says, oh, I work for this company. I'm a good worker. I go, I do this. And they ask you, oh, if you work for that company, where is your fruit? And you can show them the things you do on a daily basis, how you pick up calls, how you send emails, how someone trying to mess you up and get you offended, but you don't get offended as a good worker. You produce fruit. You keep working and working and working and working. Or somebody asks you a call, how you produce he shows them the people he arrested. Uh-huh. Amen. Somebody says, oh, lawyer. You're lawyer in the house, right? Yeah, yeah. And the tickets he gives too, right? That's what he does, right? Right, amen. Somebody says, you're a lawyer. What is your fruit? Where are your fruits? Uh, I got folks locked up, amen. I process papers, they do stuff, you know. So everybody wants to see your fruit. You still here, church? Yeah, Are you still here? Yeah, Most importantly, when you say, I am a Christian, people want to see your fruit. Now, imagine yourself when you're a Christian, and then you're driving to come in front of you, and you have a little finger. That's your fruit. But what does this speak about, you see? It's not just the bear fruit, church, but what does the fruit have to say about you? Because the way the only way we're gonna know you for who you truly are is the fruits that you bear. So every one of us, whether you like it or not, you are bearing fruit. But what does your fruit say about you? What does your fruit say about you? Two weeks ago, Pastor Ruda brought a couple of people up and asked us questions about those people. And because of what we know about them, we are voiced at our answers. And when somebody when she brought up a story of and she brought up our, 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 uh, Sister Vanessa and said, what do you think about her? And the first thing I said was, Hollywood! Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that's, you know, that's what I said about it. Because I know she's all flashy and all that stuff. Yes. Oh, this is a born again person. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Every one of us, we have to bear fruit. Are you still here, church? Yeah. Everybody got to show something. If you walk in through this door, see, the, the person you'll meet, the first person you'll meet is when you say that, right? Yeah. And she carries the fruit of the rock prince. Yeah. And you as a man who was so stingy, 
don't give, you don't share. No lady wants you because you're stingy, your fruit is bad. You still here, church? But everybody has something to show. You can be all lit up in the face but dead in the heart. You still here, church? You can dress all flesh and again on the outside, but you stink on the inside. Your fruits will speak about you. Don't tell us your name. Don't introduce yourself. Just act like you. Just be yourself. If truly, why do you think you want to like other people? Because they ain't right themselves. If you were right, just you wouldn't want to be like anybody else. Because just you being you is good enough. enough. If you don't like me like this, shut the next person. Church, when you're a good person, you get good fruit. You don't need to change for nobody. Keep being yourself. Somebody says, oh, I want to be fly like Beyonce. Listen to this. The world already knows what Beyonce is. Be you. Everybody wants to get a photocopy of a photocopy or another photocopy of a photocopy of somebody else. How about you be yourself? Amen. Somebody says, oh, your ears remind me, make me, make me, when I look at you, I get reminded of Tilly James. I said, I ain't Tilly James. Well. Are you still here, church? He came out. He got a name for himself. That's what he called T.E. James. That ain't me. I am who I am. So if anybody comes into church, you came to hear Tilly James, you better transfer yourself to Texas. I think James. Are you still here? Yeah. I have my uniqueness. I have my personality. I have my fruits. Amen. So when you meet me, what you see is what I have. I'm not going to go borrow from somebody else and make you feel good because I'm going to make you feel good in church. No, church, this is who I am. Amen. And if it ain't good enough, listen, I go back to God and say, God, my fruit don't taste good. It tastes a little bit sour and tart. Can you help me, God, put out better fruit, God, so whoever takes a bite out of me will always come back to me. Some of you ladies and men who are not married, your problem is that you're not beautiful enough or you're not enough men out there. Your fruit ain't sweet enough. Amen. When I say fruit, careful what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying, well, give yourself out there. <laughs> Let him taste every inch of the pudding. And then you want to say, oh, marry him. And he says, no. And you wonder why he's not married. That's what I'm doing. Not that kind of fruit. But the fruit you put out is your personality. Amen. Then you come around and say, man, that girl is sweet. Do you know, church? Let me see this. Every man wants a lady he can walk up to, say something to, and doesn't get an attitude back. Mm-hmm. Are you still here? Yeah. We know some people want foolishness, or men come with foolishness. We know that. But someone comes and says hi to you. Say hi and bye. You still here, church? Yeah, because yeah. I want to wait long enough to, to engage in some conversation. Oh, you said hi. What else do you want from me? Maybe thirsty. That's not a good fruit. I told you whatever I said. Look, everyone in the house, you need to be as precious as gold. Amen. You know, you don't find gold on the surface, you know, right, church? No, you don't find diamond on the surface. Every time you're looking for a precious stone, you yeah, have to dig deep. Every lady is a precious stone. Hide yourself. I'm looking for a man, so I'm going to club. The kind of men you find in the club are club men. That's it. You are never going to find a husband in the club. Somebody hear that? Yes, man. All the young ladies say, hey. Hey. You are not going to find a good man in a club. All you find is a man who wants to find girls in the club. That's all you get. Are you still here, church? Yes. That's all you are going to get. Let me encourage someone in this place. Please, if you are a young lady, what matters is not your face, 
life wants to know who you are. A dog comes and barks at you. You know what you're trying to find out? Who are you? Are you scared? Are you someone who runs around so you get scared so easily? He barks at you just to find out what you're about. When you go for a job interview, they ask you lots of questions. What are they trying to find out? Who you are. Everything in your life is asking the same question. If you got a job, because of who you are. You get promoted because of who you are. You will find a good man or a bad man because of who you are. It's all about the fruit. Ask yourself sometimes and ask your friends. Jesus Christ wanted to know what kind of fruit he was bearing. So he asked the disciples, the closest people to him, he said, who do men say that I am? And they told him what they thought. And he asked them, who do you say I am? Sometimes, church, you need to take a backside and ask your friends, the ones closest to you, what they really think about you. Don't want them to tell you what they feel about you. No, choose to know what they think, truly think about you. And you'll be shocked. Because your friends, if they're true friends, will tell you to your face, your fruit may be sometimes. And it's okay, church. What do you need to do? Change. Are you still here? Yeah. Tell somebody, change. change. Somebody said, it's not that you don't like to change, it's the way you try to bring change to them, that's the problem. But if somebody sees that, I'm not good enough, and I need to get better, change becomes something they want to do. So if you're going to tell your friend how bad they are, please be careful how you tell them. Because yeah. you can't pull a log out of somebody's eyes or a speck out of somebody's eyes when you have a huge log no eyes. Are you still here, Trish? Yeah. What kind of fruit do I have? Can I tell you something, Church? Tell us that. Be the pastor, right? I always say, oh, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. But when I really say God bless you, and I mean God bless you, it's because of the fruit you exhibit. Amen. Are you still here? Yes. Come on. Let me tell you. Look at this one of the young women, right? Being born in experience. There's something this young lady tests me, and I laugh. And at the end of the day, I say, God bless you. See, those God bless you is not the regular one. Mm -hmm. There's a regular God bless you, and there's your usual God bless you. Your usual God bless you is so healthy. It's provoked by an action or a good food. Did you get that church? Yeah. Every time somebody says, God bless you, it could be regular. But when somebody says, God bless you, and they mean from their heart, it's because of the uh, fruit they have seen in you. Church, nobody blesses something that produces nothing. Somebody says, well, my job is so good, I make 60 dollars. You know why you make 60 dollars? Because they make 70 dollars out of you. <laughs> they are willing to pay you six because they get seven from you. Do you get that church? Yes. It's funny, but it's very serious. Nobody wants to invest in something that doesn't produce anything. Nobody wants to tell me, oh, I want to start a business. What kind of a business? And then, um, actually, I don't know yet. That's why every time you seek the loan, the business loan, the first thing they ask you for is a business plan. Yes. Because the business plan is your fruit. It's going to show them who you truly are and what you are capable yes. of. Yes. Is somebody still here? Yes. I want to know how to do something good. What, what are you going to do with it? Mm. And they put a 200,000 check in your hands. And before you know it, you're buying a new car. 
Why? When I suffer too much, I can start living up. Church, you are only creating more debts. And that is why they did not want to give it to you to begin with. Church, don't get angry when you don't get stuff you ask for. Are you mature enough? Would you produce seed in what you're giving? Somebody say, I want a child, I want a child. Don't just look at you, you're irresponsible. He's not giving you a child. Don't say, get married. Oh, and don't get married. You're not responsible enough yet. When you're not responsible, I will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. So this young woman, call the pastor. Every time you text me, it's not about no foolishness. No, I'm liking this guy, and he's not liking me back. What do I do, pastor? No, it's about pastor. How can I serve? I'm planning on building the website of the church. I'm planning on putting every message of the church out on Facebook, on, uh, on Apple I, uh, 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 podcast. I'm planning to do this, Pastor. Pastor, I know if I do this, they're going to bring income. She's like what I'm doing. That's all she's concerned about. Church, when you pursue the right things, the right things will find you. What you pursue, that's how this world works. We're going to know you when you come to us, showing us what you're bringing. He tells us what we're pursuing. What you bring is evident of what we're pursuing. Did you get that? Yeah. Please write it down. Thank you for that person. What you bring is evident of what you're pursuing. So then when you come up and you bring something not good enough, it's because what you were pursuing wasn't good enough. Is somebody still here? Yeah. Oh, Pastor, so what happens if I'm, I'm not there yet? I'm very, see, it will be obvious that what you bring, church. It could be a work in progress. But it's a sign of what you're pursuing. See, I've spoken all this while and I didn't want to invite you to be here in church. Can I put myself on the screen now? I got two points for you on the screen. I want to go about harvest. Now, what is harvest? Can we have that on the screen? Harvest? Let's start from there very quickly. Can everybody see the screens? Yes, Pastor. Can you have maybe one, two, three, go? The process of period of gathering. Helping with the harvest. Okay. So it says harvest is the process or period. See, it doesn't about the process. It's about period. In other words, it doesn't about something you do and something you will have. Two things, church. So if you're going to experience a harvest, two things you need to get, you know, in your head. There's a process and there's a period. Now, if I keep bearing fruit, church, what is harvest? The second point. What's the second point? It's the intentional collective product of fruitfulness. What is harvest? So one, two, three, go. It's the intentional collective product of fruitfulness. Harvest is the intentional collective product of fruitfulness. What does it mean, church? If I have been bearing fruit, every day I'm bearing fruit, every day I'm bearing fruit, church, the more fruit you bear, the closer you are to your harvest. What then is harvest in relation to bearing fruit? What is harvest? Look at this. If we say harvest is intentional collective product of fruitfulness, in other words, you are fruitful, or your fruitfulness will automatically provoke a harvest in your life. In other words, if I'm always bearing good fruit, if I'm always bearing good fruit, after a while, there's going to be a collective product of my fruitfulness. Everybody's going to see on a daily basis now moving forward that I am very productive. Why would a job keep you if you're firing anybody else? It's become the collective product of fruitfulness. 
Is somebody still here? Yes. So they say, oh, they let me go. You are not fruitful. Nobody wants to employ you like me. No. And then you're paying somebody who is, who is, who is wasting money at your company. You're paying them. After a while, the team will be up. You have to fire them. Mm-hmm. Why? They've not been productive. Listen, church. Even in church, I'm going to tell you this. If we have instrumentalists who are not doing well, or the musicians are not playing well, you get fired. Rosetic knows. You know what he does? He keeps a good ear for music. So I ask him, is this person being fruitful or productive? If he says no, they're gone. You know why? Because, church, even in the kingdom, fruitfulness is required. Amen. This is one of my stands. If I play drums better than you, I'm not going to employ you. I will employ you for something I can do for myself. I will, I will only employ you when I cannot do what you do. Church, find things that you can do that makes the best out of you. Find those things. If you work for a company and you don't feel like you're being utilized, your, 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 your um, fruitfulness is not being utilized, find something better because after a while, the team will be up and you'll get fired. It is not your field. Whatever your field is and stick with it. Are you still here, church? Yeah. A fruitful person knows themselves. They know what they're capable of. They know what they can do. They also know what they cannot do. Yeah. Are you still here, church? Yeah. Am I doing too much today? No. If someone is joining me, amen. Hallelujah. Don't yell now, please. Alright, let's keep this going. Alright. The fruitfulness that I was referring to isn't our material acquisition. But the fruit, in actual sense, are the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. When he said, carefully that we last, he was referring to love, joy, peace, long-suffering, perseverance, and all that stuff. That's what he was talking about. But this is, he said, if you're very fruit, means you have money, you have cars, you have houses, you know, you do all by yourself, your account, your body account is overflowing. That's not what I'm talking about today, church. I'm talking about those characters that bring you all those things. Do you get it, church? Yes. The kind of character that you possess that brings you all those possessions is what I'm talking about. Somebody may not have love and make money, yes. But will they have peace? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Are you still here, church? I, I asked the question, are you still here, church? Yes. Amen. Thank you. Alright, listen, church. When a believer constantly bears fruit, that is how harvest comes. Somebody says, I need a harvest in my life. What is the harvest? Plenty in my life. How does it come? Church, it comes by you as, a, as an individual constantly bearing fruit. Two ways. In the physical realm, in the spiritual realm. In the physical realm, if you do the things you're supposed to do, you will bear fruit. In the spiritual realm, if you do what's part of you, you also will bear fruit. Amen. And then you think about increase. Someone says, Pastor, we've been working for a long time. You know, we can, we can barely you know, live a good life. You know, uh, uh, it's always hands and mouth, painted by painted. Church, listen, it's going to take a process. And what? Process. A period of what? Period. And a period. It's going to take some time. But the truth is, if you constantly do what is required of you, never get tired. Somebody says, well, I used to do good, but when I came to this new office, I, used, I was still doing good, but I, I came out, and the workers don't do, do good here, so I stopped doing good. Church, when it's time to fire people, you're going to be the first to go. Fire, yeah. Because they, they used to not doing good. You, you're not. Are you so here, church? Yeah. So when you talk about harvest, church, you think about the good life. Who wants the good life? 
Who wants to be life? Please, you want to be life with your hands? You want to be life? Alright, let's talk right now. Five minutes. Let's use my five minutes and pull up and let's Do you want to be like this, Mary? Yeah. What are you willing to do to get good life? Talk to me. Whatever it takes. Huh? Whatever it takes. Say it again. Whatever it takes. Minister Mary is willing to do whatever it takes to live a good life. Emmanuel, what are you do, willing to do to live a good life? Whatever it takes. Peter, what would you give to live a good life? So you get the seeds. 
Let me find it. Let me find it.
Did you think to take out of your paycheck, find somebody who's in need, and give them something? Oh no, you work hard for it. You work too hard for it. It's my money, and I want it now. JJ went what? Yes. What you are? What you are? It's my money. How do you do that? How much like that? It's my money. Get it. Amen. So what I'm trying to say, church, most of us eat the fruit and eat the seed. So, the Bible says for us to have a good life, I'm going to take you there. Very quickly. I'm going to skip through all this right, because it's the end of this message. And I don't have time. I have like seven minutes left. Alright? So I'm going to leave all that. Look at this. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy or Deuteronomy or anything. 28, verse 1, very quickly. Deuteronomy. It's the fifth book of the Bible from the Old Testament. Can you see through the three terms? Don't worry about your Bible. Let's read it. Let's read it. Yeah, one here, one there, one there, and then everybody has a screen. All right, look at this very thing. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to help me that word, observe, and to do all his. Sam, it's not Sam. I'm married to the Nigerian accent. 
What did God do? He took C, put it in the He said it was good. How does the God do for you? You take C, you put it in the ground. That's how it becomes good for you. Some of you don't understand. You think the, 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 the secret for, for prosperity is hard work. You will walk and work and die and still keep working wherever you go. Because you think, those who are made in this world, you think about hard work. Go ask them. There were certain things they did at certain intervals in their lives that put them on the heart. They took their seed. They realized first that the seed is not in the hands of any man. The seed is inside of them. They took that seed and did something with that seed. And it made them who they are. You think hard work will get you there. You work hard, hard, hard. You don't go to church. You gotta go to work. You work, 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 work. Women are telling everybody work, 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 work. And then you think that she's in that song. She's not where she was by working. No, not she church. She understood certain things. She first found the seed that was inside of her. What was the seed? The gift. What was the gift? Singing. Your seed, church. Inside of me. Can you know my seed? My seed is inside of me. Whatever I need to become prosperous, inside of me. Let me see if I can read. Genesis 1 26, verse 26. Quickly. I'm sorry, church, time is all spent, but I don't want to end with this. 26, 27, 28. He says, And God said, What's the church? Let us make man in our own image. Watch this. I, 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 I learned something new this week, right? So when God was going to create the trees, he spoke to the ground. When he was going to create the fish, or the waters, or the, the fish, right? He spoke to the waters, and he created waters. But when God was going to create you, he spoke to himself. Wow. Put you out of himself. You were seed inside of him. He has to bring you out of himself. Planted you on the earth. Filled you with fruit. And see, so that you can also reach inside, do the same thing that God did, and see good. Amen. And God said, "Let's make man our own likeness." And let us have dominion over the fish of the sea. Do you see that church? Do you see that church? Yes. Who was talking about? Use your seed wisely. 
use your seed wisely. Please. I don't have to all the earth, but every living thing that moved upon the earth. Now go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 4, as you rise to stand to your feet this wonderful morning. 28. Go back to verse 1. I'm going to show you this church. We're all going to read this together. You there? You ready? Yes. We're all going to read this together. You can use the back screen. You can do that from the front. But face the screen. And we need to reading this on the screen. Everybody, please read this. I want to hear this to your own ears. Let it come from your own mouth. You ready? Church for 